You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi, you're listening to episode 53 of the Blended Family Podcast. A couple of quick things to say before we get into a very serious topic. We will be talking about death today. So if you have little ones around, you may want to listen later or put in the earbuds for this one. But first, uh, you still have a couple days to submit questions for Sean. If you're a new listener, you might be wondering who Sean is. Sean is my fiance, and he's going to be my guest on next week's show. I have no idea yet what we're going to talk about, but we are definitely planning on including some of your questions if you have any. So feel free to send them to me at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. So for my male listeners, you may have a question for yourself. And for the female listeners, maybe he can help you see things from a different perspective. He is both a bio parent and a step parent with lots of experience. I'm looking forward to hearing from you, but please submit them as soon as possible. Don't worry if they're late. I'll just save them for another show. And the other thing I wanted to ask is for you to please share my show with other people. I'm trying to get this podcast out to as many people as possible. You may know or hear of someone with a blended family or even single people. A lot of the information we talk about here can be helpful to those just starting or looking for a new relationship, especially if they have children. So that's all for my announcements. Let's get into the show. Today's topic is a serious one. I want to talk about how to help a child through the loss of a parent. This is not an absent parent, but the finality of the death of a parent. This is most likely going to be an extremely traumatic experience for the child, and they will need all the support they can get. Think about it. We as adults have a hard time dealing with the death of a loved one, but as we get older, we learn that this is a part of life, you know, losing a parent, but we certainly don't expect to lose our parent at a young age, though it does happen. Many children have never had to deal with death at all, and it's something that we all don't like to even talk about. I told you a couple of months ago that my daughter's guinea pig died. Well, that was the first experience of death that she ever had, and you wouldn't believe how hard that was for her. So I couldn't even imagine her going through the loss of me or her dad. How you help your child through a loss like this can really impact their future. Maybe you're listening today and this doesn't affect you right now, but we all never know what will happen tomorrow. And I hope you never need this information, but we all know how fragile life can be. So I want you to be prepared if this should ever affect your blended family. Of course, a lot of what I'm about to say depends on the circumstances surrounding their relationship with the parent and the circumstances surrounding their death. I'm just going to cover the basics here. So the first and most obvious issue that I need to bring up is to keep your own feelings out of this. And here's what I mean. If it is your ex that has passed away, well, there's a good possibility that 
You may have certain feelings about them that are less than favorable. If you don't, that's terrific. But most people don't have great love for an ex. That's why they're your ex. I'm sure there are many of you who wish in some way you never had to deal with your ex ever again. But this isn't about you. This is about the child that lost their own parent. This is more about their journey. So please do not make this about you. Yes, you have your own issues to deal with here. Maybe like feelings of guilt over how you both handled your relationship or worry of financial child support ending or fear of raising the child or children without the support of the other parent. And there will be a lot for you to process as well. And we will talk about that later. None of this should be brought up in front of the child. Right now, your child needs you to be their strength and to help them cope, not the other way around. When you need help, turn to your own partner, a friend, or a family member. Next, if those unfavorable feelings exist, do not speak them in front of your child or anywhere in earshot of the child. It isn't fair for a child to lose a parent and have to listen to the other parents speak negatively of them. Can you imagine how painful that would be for them to hear? No matter what the circumstances, please do not do this. So that means even if they had a drug overdose or led themselves down a bad path, or if they were a terrible parent, none of that matters now. What people tend to do when someone dies is to idolize them in some way. Adults do this too. When someone dies, all we can remember or want to remember is the positive about that person. That's how we cope. Your child will do that too. So anything negative that you say is going to make you look like a terrible person. You don't want your child to hear you speak poorly about anyone, let alone their other parent who is not here to defend themselves. The next thing you need to do for your child is get them some therapy. This is essential if this is their first experience with death or if they seem to be having a really hard time or if they're young. Your child needs someone to help them sort out their feelings. Don't be offended if they open up better to a therapist than to you. It's possible they don't feel comfortable speaking with you about it due to the fact that you and their other parent had a rocky relationship. If this happens, don't make your child feel guilty about it. Allow them to get the mental help that they need to get through this difficult time. And you may need professional help as well, and that's okay. This doesn't mean stop talking to them. Communication is really important here, and your child does need to know that they can come to you to talk when they feel they need to. Remember that this is a lot for them to process, and sometimes they may not need an answer, but just a loving shoulder to cry on. Or if they want to be angry, allow them. They are going to experience a flurry of emotions, and that's normal. And you need to give them the space to feel and experience their emotions, which takes me to my next point. Don't rush them. All children handle death differently. Some may seem like they heal quicker than others. Think about how adults deal with death. Kind of the same, right? But these are children. We shouldn't expect them to just get over it already. Be patient. The process can take years, but hopefully... You'll notice a steady progression over time. 
have compassion and understanding that they are suffering a great loss. Now, if you notice they're worsening over time instead of getting better, you might need to look at things more closely. If they aren't in therapy, go ahead and set that up. If they are, maybe you need to change therapists or look at what's going on in school. But my main point here is for you not to expect for them to progress as quickly as an adult might. I lost my own dad when I was in my 20s, and it's still hard for me, but at least I had him while I was growing up. Losing a parent as a child is way harder, so give them time. Okay, next, make a space in the home or in the child's room as a memorial. And this doesn't have to be a huge area, maybe a shelf with some photos or memorabilia. If the parent was in the military and you have their flag, you can hang that with some photos. Just You just want a small space where the child can go when they're feeling sad or nostalgic. And you can even help them make a scrapbook. If you share in making that space with them and for them, they will feel the love and support from you and they will appreciate it so much. Next tip, keep your child as active as possible. The more time they have to sit around, the more they will think. Sports are great because they keep children busy, but also a sport will help them move their body and get exercise, and this will help them overall with feelings of well-being. If they aren't into sports, find a hobby or activity they do like, whether it involves music, dance, painting, cooking, or anything else. Just find something that they can occupy their mind with. Make sure it's something that brings them joy. Don't force them to do something they don't like. That won't help at all. If they have downtime, encourage them to play with friends or take them on errands with you. Just try not to leave them alone, at least in the beginning. Next, school issues. If they seem to be having trouble at school, make sure you talk to their teacher so that they can get the extra support they need while at school. There are some sensitive subjects that come up in school, so it's good for a teacher to know in advance if a student has lost a parent. Young children often make gifts for parents at school for Mother's and Father's Day, and sometimes there are special activities like Mother's Day tea or a father-daughter dances. These are times that a child is going to feel the loss very strongly, especially when they compare themselves to those around them. Next, make sure that the child's life stays as stable as possible. The loss of their parent is a huge change. Try to make sure there aren't too many other big changes at this time. Now, of course, if the custodial parent has passed away, the child is going to have to move, but just try to make it as smooth as possible. If it's out of the area, make sure they're still able to see their friends. Also, grandparents or other family members that they may have only seen with that parent. Maybe you no longer have contact with that side of the family. You're going to have to figure out a way for that child to not lose contact with the family, whether it's grandparents, aunts, uncles, or cousins. If for whatever reason you don't get along with them, you can correspond by email, have a pickup or drop-off location, and plan for periodic visits. This is about your child, not you or other family members and your history together. So now, 
let's talk about the rest of the family and how they can help support the child through this loss. When it comes to step-siblings, they may not quite understand as they haven't experienced this themselves and most likely haven't developed a relationship with the parent who has passed, or if they have, it isn't as strong, they may not really know how to deal with death either and probably won't have a whole lot of patience. This is where parents come in. You'll need to speak to the other children and teach them about compassion and understanding. Sometimes the only way kids understand is by putting themselves in one's shoes. Of course, you never want your kids to have to imagine such a thing as a loss of a parent. But just saying to them something like, hey, can you imagine how terrible they must be feeling to not have their mom or dad anymore? If a child is being cruel or hurtful, you will have to follow through with discipline. But to prevent that, set some rules and boundaries in advance. Tell them how you expect them to behave and what's unacceptable to say or do. If you're the other parent, the step-parent, well, you cannot be the replacement parent here. And no one should be expected to replace a parent, but you may really need to step in and take on a more active role. And this may be met with resistance at first, so don't push it, but you need to be there for the child a little bit more where maybe before you didn't need to. And you should talk to the child and let them know that you aren't going to try to replace their parent. That's not your intention, but you need to let them know that you're there for them for whatever they might need. And nothing shows your intention more than action. You can say all these things, but your actions will really show the child how much you care. Show them a little extra love during their time of mourning. And please, equal treatment between that child and your own biological children. If you don't, they will certainly notice it now more than ever. All right, so I've given you some ideas of how to help a child who is going through some loss, but how about you? You may not necessarily feel a loss as your child does, as you weren't in love with this person anymore, but you'll feel a loss nonetheless. Since this still was apparent to your child, you must have loved them at some point. But besides that, your life may change now. Full responsibility of raising the child or children is now completely on you and your partner. That means you will no longer get a break, a weekend off, All decisions are going to be up to you, which maybe sounds great at first, but some decisions are hard to make. In addition, all of the financial responsibility falls on your shoulders, unless there was a life insurance policy to allow for this situation. In some cases, life insurance or will is set up where child support remains intact. In many cases, there could be a policy where the child is left a sum of money, but that won't help you right now as far as cost of raising the child. But all of that really just depends on whether or not these things have been planned for. Unfortunately, many times they're not planned for. That's because many of us do not think about this when our children are so young. So potentially, this could put a strain on your finances. It's harder to cover costs of raising a child on your own. Then you may have to worry about daycare or after-school programs if that parent was taking care of the child and now cannot. These are all things that can be worked out, but they can seem pretty overwhelming at first. 
That's why it's always good to have these conversations at a time when everyone is healthy so you will know what to do if, God forbid, something like this happens. If you find yourself here, though, find a good support system. Family members and friends can help out with watching the kids until you can figure something out. Even if you don't need them for daycare purposes, you still may want to break every now and then with your partner. Maybe you were used to having every other weekend without children and now you don't. Well, you may never go back to having a full weekend, but maybe plan a date night twice a month so that you can get that little break. I'm going to wrap up by saying that this will impact every member of the family. This is not a positive situation, but you can use it to grow as a family. And you will all need to come together and support one another, but mostly the children who are going to be hurting. Even though death is a part of life, it's a terrible lesson to have to learn so young. Time does heal. We've all experienced that. I'm sorry to present such a serious topic. And my intention was not to depress you. It, it even made me a little sad to talk about this with you. But I think it's important for me to address things with you that you may experience, even if it's uncomfortable for both you and I. And like I said, I hope that you never need the information in this show. But hopefully you'll think about it for a moment and make sure that you at least have things in order for your children. It's one of the necessary things that we never want to think about. Now, if you have been through this situation, please feel free to write to me and let me know if I've missed anything or if you want to share your story and how you got through it. As always, show notes are available on the website or on whatever platform you are listening on. If you want to be part of our Blended Family Connection, our private Facebook group, come and find us at blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash group. That's all for today. Next week, you can join myself and Sean for a more lighthearted conversation. Don't forget to send me your questions for him at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Have a great week. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.